entered the halls of black ice alongside Helda, and what greeted us wasn't what we expected at all. Instead of zombies, we were accosted by something else completely. Plants that had taken over bodies of the dead, like a husk. After dealing with a slew of them, we finally found what we came here to dispose of. Chardolin, the type that Ruby was so excited to have for dinner. Will we be able to handle this and not go mad? Find out on today's short quest, Long Rest. Continuing on, Tavini, Dreamer, and Krellick, as the three of you are nearest the forge area, you can see that a lot of the tables there are just scattered with tools, all of them in comparatively good order. They've obviously been abandoned for a few years, so there's spots of rust. Uh, nothing that jumps out at you that, like, you know, it's been kind of eating away at. Uh, you do notice that there are mushroom growths on every wooden surface. Even the two carts that you're beside, Tavini, have mushrooms growing on them. Very, very small, but numerous. And if the, uh, the three of you can give me an investigation check <laughs> as you're so up there. You are awesome, Krellick. A 2, a 21, and a 19. Tavini, as you're Krellick looking in both of these carts, <laughs> Sorry. you are... You're not finding anything that really jumps out at you as like, oh, this will be useful to the group until you move a couple of articles out of the side. Thankfully, no Chardolin in them. But certainly a number of tools and, you know, there's a couple of folded tarps. And lifting one of these tarps, you find a coil of rope you can take with you if you'd like. As for Dreamer, looking through the tools over here by the forge, there is one object that really kind of stands out to you, as it is made of much darker material than the others. There amidst... The hammers, the saws, the picks, the chipping tools is a very shapely blade, smooth across its surface. The handle of it, the grip, made of the same material. It's all one piece. There's about a 10-inch dagger of chardolin there that has obviously been worked. Do you, do you do anything with it? Do you draw it to anyone's attention? Nope. <laughs> Dreamer will see that, completely ignore it, and then just like sort of <laughs> circle around the room, giving the massive chunk of Chardolin a wide berth. Alright. So you go towards the, the rubble heap of Chardolin instead? I, I'll split the gap. <laughs> <laughs> He's walking sideways between them. So, Felgren, all you see is, you know, Dreamer kind of ducks out of sight into that 
workshop area, and then immediately clink 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 starts like whips around and walks past you <laughs> southward. I think he just gives him that normal look. He gives Dreamer when he's being Dreamer like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We don't know what's like actually a problem or what's just <laughs> him being himself. Yes. It's impossible <laughs> to tell. Yeah, no, it's just like <sighs> he just shrugs. He could literally, like jump up on his hands and like walk across the room, and we'd just be like, "Well, that's 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 Dreamer." He just sighs, shrugs, and follows after him. Helda proceeds further into the room, kind of taking point. And uh, there's another workshop up here on the left, and another hallway down south. Goody. She sort of stops beside another cart and peers into it and you know, kind of has a disgusted look on her face, continues walking. Uh, everyone else, what are you guys doing in this room? Hmm. Yeah. Looking at the other porch. Alright. Tavini is kind of sidling along, trying to avoid the Shadolin while holding Moradin's symbol. <laughs> Back, foul beast! Yeah. And it is... It is warm in your palm. Not just purely from body heat. And normally you may not be able to tell, but there's a contrast to the air here that makes it very prominent. Though inside the space, the Hall of Black Ice, it is warmer than it is outside. This area in particular... There is this chill, as if something is watching you, and you know, you kind of, unbidden, look over your shoulder, and it's almost like out of the corner of your eye you caught something looking at you, but didn't didn't quite lay eyes on it. Krellick, while you're over there, if you want to give me an investigation check. Mm-hmm. Well, let's not and you know find what? anything. <laughs> uh, what, I, what I will say is because... Yo, you are yourself a blacksmith. You'd be familiar with these spaces. Go ahead and roll with advantage. Nice. Still, I know. I should have had you do that for the first <laughs> one, but still rolls a six. It's all right. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, nothing jumps out at you as unusual. You know, you you spend about thirty seconds or so parsing over everything. Very cursory examination. And as you've all spent about a minute in this room so far, I'm gonna need everyone to give me a wisdom saving throw. <gasps> uh oh. If you would be so kind. Let's see, that is a 13 from Krellick, a 22 from Tavini, 18 from Helda, 18 from Rian. I have two screens. Miri, Felgren, and. No, I think just Miri and Felgren. Six from Felgren, and Kepeskmirik with a 19. All right. Hey, Grinny. Grinny. (laughs) This is the first time I've ever gotten to use one of these on you guys, so I am so happy. You are an evil, evil person. I don't even know what it is, but you're an evil person. (laughs) I have a roll table prepared for this. Oh, (gasps) you're going mad. That is a 71. You feel suddenly very, very willing to listen to orders. Like, you, you kind of want someone to tell you what to do. I mean, that's not so bad. <laughs> nope. Till Rian finds out. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you think it's just gonna manifest itself physically for you to find out? No, but it, I'm hoping. <laughs> hoping something happens. You're very, very agreeable for the next minute. While Tavini is standing at the back, and she thought she saw something, but there was nothing there, she's gonna stare at the pillar opposite her. Alright. And with one hand on her holy symbol, she's going to wave her other one in front of her lantern and just for a moment create darkness and see if she spots anything. Oh shit. Alright. Roll me a perception check. Oh my god. 21. Uh-oh. As your hand passes in front of the lantern, you know, there's this bar of darkness, this lengthy shadow that extends outward and it's almost like the lantern is a lighthouse within this space and you're just turning it and as you do where the darkness goes there is again that sense of being watched that oppressive evil and in particular as you're standing between this very large chunk of Chardolin and this pile of rubble. You are the nearest person to these things. When the shadow falls across them, you almost feel your breath hitch in your chest. There suddenly is this impact of fear. Uh, not enough if to force a wisdom save. Not enough to frighten you. But it is, it is so unnerving, and you can kind of understand why Helda was saying that this stone drives people mad. It does not feel healthy to stay close to it for any length of time. She she backs up. Uh, um, anything? Mm. Nothing. Then, um, can we leave and find other threats? <laughs> Passage continues down this way. And Helda is walking almost a little too quickly. <laughs> like, one of those people who is trying to give away that she's scared, but is very much like, oh, nope, gotta make tracks. Nice. Tavini, you feel Felgrin looming over you, and even with just a glance, there's kind of like a goose in her duckling feeling going on there. You okay? Doing good. He gives you kind of a finger gun and a wink. He's too chipper. <laughs> Whatever you need, boss. Is he being sarcastic? Is he being sarcastic? Unfortunately, he's not. <laughs> I don't know how obvious it would be. Yeah, I was going to say. Rian would just assume he's being sarcastic. He wouldn't even question it. He would just be like, <laughs> yeah, he would just be like, oh, that's a grin being grin again. Just being an asshole. <laughs> All right. So, Krellick, as you step out into this hallway, you notice off to your left what appears to be an entrance to a bedroom. Rian, as you've kind of gone right, there's a much larger space that direction. And the hallways extend to both your right and your left in a sort of northwest-southeast fashion. Krellick's going to peek his head in the bedroom. All righty. And we get to use another one of these. As you poke your head inside, 
you can see that there's a, a stairway beyond where there's just a bunch of rubble that has fallen. And it's obviously, you know, inaccessible. But perhaps more importantly, on a set of drawers to your left, you see a bag on its side. And from within, you catch a hint of a round stone. It's hard to tell what color. You know, because dark vision only gives you shades of gray. What are you doing? Uh. <laughs> well, he's gonna have to inch closer. Nothing happens as you inch closer. Ooh. Mm. Take the stone. He's gonna try to grab the bag and kind of roll the stone out. Alright. And as you do, the sort of oblong stone, about, you know, two inches long or so, rolls out, followed by two more. You can see that the, the pattern on it, it's very shiny, very smooth, and has bands on it. There's no decoration, it's just a polished stone. But even in dim light, you can tell very pretty. You, being dwarven, would recognize this as, uh, as agate. You know, a semi- Precious stone, often used for jewelry or currency. Okay, I guess he's going to grab them. Nice. All right. Pack them away. Yeah. So you now have three agate in your inventory, worth roughly hey, ten it's gold. Like how much we get paid for a delivery? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, that's about all we gotten paid for everybody, right? So far, this job total. Actually, I forgot that too. I didn't know that the 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 lantern was why all the colors were changing. I was like, "Why is all the colors changing?" I was like, "Oh, that's right. Her lantern does multicolors, and that's, and it actually does it in the game, which is friggin' awesome." Yeah, Lan lantern by uh... razor. <laughs> what did you say? Lantern by razor. By by razor. <laughs> Alrighty, so. As that was a, a dead end, but a valuable one and a harmless one. Where are you guys going now? Uh, I'm going to wherever the big meaty dwarves go. Alright. And Felgren, the further you get away from that room with Shardolin in it, you no longer feel a compulsion to be obedient. And it doesn't even strike you as odd that you felt it at all. It was just, you know, almost like having, <laughs> having a a burp build up in in your gut like oh, oh it's nice. out all right yeah a little bit of gas like a, oh that was weird <laughs> yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> a gas that made me compliant yeah. exactly compliance i'll give that to the cops my favorite helda takes point and comes to where the hallway branches and kind of looks either direction that crossbow ready. Right. I think one of these might take us back the direction we were coming from. Mm, if I had to guess, I would say the right one. South of Tesla? Logic would dictate the path going away from the way we came in is the one we want. So what is our marching order here? <laughs> we will uh, take lead. Go for it, chief. Alrighty. So, Rian, as you are heading southward, you see what appears to be 
a small entrance to your left there, as well as the hallway ending to your south, but there is another entrance further down again on the left. Fuck it. Rian's gonna go for it. He's gonna search this room real fast. Like, hey, there's a room on the left here. I'm gonna take a peek inside. And we get another look at the roll table. Roll it out. Rolling. Aha. So within, sort of tangled together on the bed, you find a pair of dwarves embracing one another. Both of them with this thorny growth starting over their bodies. But here it seems to have failed in actually finishing its growth. Both the seed pods in their chest lie dormant and dark, like decaying. You do notice a pair of rings, you know, one on either hand of theirs, and between them is a letter. It's partially decomposed. There's mold growing up over it from, you know, the seed pod. I think, uh, I think Rian would like being like the scene just being so sad. I don't think he could help himself or, but try to reach out and grab that letter. All right. Do you read Dwarvish? I don't. Oh, that is unfortunate. Yeah. Well, there's a couple people in our group that do, so I'll, I'll look it over. And I think I'll even call for Krellick. Krellick, do you, do you go to him? Yeah. Join him in that room. Yeah. All right. So Helda posts up at the door, almost as a guard, kind of continuing to watch the hallway. Uh, Krellick, as you enter the room, you see the the tangled corpses. You see the letter in Rian's hand, kind of moldering, you know, green-spotted. And you see both the dwarves lying in the bed wear a, a wide band ring that is very shiny. Rian, I think you can identify treasures at a glance, right? Or the value I of something. Can. Yeah. You sort of even just looking over those two rings briefly, note them to be accurately judge them to be fifty gold apiece. Anything magical about them? Nothing that jumps out at you. That's a lot of fucking money for me to play the bigger man here. Um <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Maybe. Uh, yeah, he'll hand the letter off to to Krellick, but like, uh, I think this isn't Dwarvish, huh? I unfortunately don't read it. I don't think I read it. That says I have Dwarvish. Why do I have Dwarvish? Oh, I do have Dwarvish. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I have Dwarvish and Gnomish. Well, then I don't go in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can still, I still call for him. Maybe your Dwarvish <laughs> is spotty. Yeah, exactly. Maybe something like that. Or the fact of like, because I don't know cultural Dwarvish very it much, so it'd dialect. be like a, uh, you know, what's, with, uh, you know, what's, you know, like, what does all of this mean? I speak hill dwarf, not mountain there dwarf. You go. But, uh, but yeah, I'll read the, he'll read the note. And it, it starts with a, uh, my dearest Edra, I think about you every day that I am away on this trade route, and I long for the warmth of our home and hearth together in the hall. I should be back before the end of the year if all goes well. And... Should we see each other again, as our journeys have been very dangerous, I will embrace you to the end of my days. And it appears, as you're kind of reading the rest of this, you know, a lover writing to another 
waiting for them. Mm-hmm. And from what you're able to make of the scene, you know, obviously either they reunited or these are two different people, but you know, they kind of kept this keepsake between them as whatever affected the hall took over everyone. That's it. I think Rian will just kind of... I think he'll put the note back. I think he'll put it back on them. And seeing that the thing... If the, if those things were even shown any type of life whatsoever, he would he would destroy them. But if they're definitely... Like, the pods are definitely dead, um, he'll, uh, he'll just leave the room. All right. <laughs> Call me a weenie. <laughs> that's, that's some hot Skrilla you're leaving in there. <laughs> I know, it's a hundred gold worth of shit, and I'm... <laughs> Krellick, as Rian leaves the room ahead of you, and you're alone in there, with really only... You know, people could see you at a distance, you're still within view, but no one would really see if you took those rings. What are you doing? <laughs> Krellick's just gonna mumble a little prayer under his breath and leave the room. All right. Moving on further south, you come to an abrupt dead end with, again, an entrance to your left. And for the sake of brevity, find yourself in another bedroom. There's also a winding tunnel where you can see it kind of descends a little. But you can also see there's rubble heaped there, so it's probably not a, an open passage. As for what lies in this particular room, while I'm rolling that up, Dreamer, Miri, what are you two doing in the back there? I'm just holding up the rear. Alrighty. Already rolled that one, so let's roll a different one. There's a Tarrasque in this one. Uh Aha! There's a (laughs) Tarrasque. You know, how did you guess? Felgren, as you kind of take the lead entering this room not lying on the bed but lying on the floor there is a heap of rusted weapons we're talking axes swords daggers even shields placed in a weirdly ceremonious fashion there is no sense to the pattern they're just kind of stacked there but looking at it it seems like they were stacked with purpose. Hmm. So rusty heap of metal in the middle of the floor. Krillick? What? He just keeps getting called into all the rooms. Well, here he goes. The interpreter of dwarven culture. Melgren <laughs> just points. What? What's going on? Do the do the others pile in? Tavini, are you poking your head in there, or are you staying out in the hall? I think Rian's watching this little this little cubby hallway thing. Davini's keeping, like, trying to stay within range of the group, but also trying to keep watch for anything lurking. Any more of those spiky things. So, Tavini and Dreamer, both of you roll me a perception check. Yay, the best ones! Yeah, no shit. (laughs) If there's two people we want, roll the backwards. But Dreamer rolled a nat one. He rolled a seven. Still got a seven. Perception Perception. Perception. Please, thank you. Hey, that's not bad. We'll take that. Yeah, you know, uh, now that you're away from that room full of Shardolin, it's almost like you can breathe a little more easily. 
There is still that pervasive sense of darkness and unease that fills this place. But nothing that jumps out at you is, oh, we're in immediate danger and we need to leave. Just uneasiness. It's uncomfortable. Krellick. As you are summoned into the room to interpret what the hell the others found, you see a heap of weapons. It has no immediately apparent pattern to it. There's some sort of weird dwarven ritual or what? Gonna take a closer look and try to figure out what the heck is going on. Alright. So are you, are you like, are you moving things aside? Are you racking your brains for like, does this have any significance? Uh, I don't think he'd move anything just yet. Just take a closer look and then maybe move okay. some stuff. Roll me in... Hmm. Roll me an investigation. Ah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> dang it. Oh! A 19. Oh, yeah. Okay, a natural 20. Yeah, reduced to 19. <laughs> he just turns okay. into freaking Batman for a yeah. second. <laughs> so, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Felgren and Rian, you both watch as Krellick kind of like, you know, hands on his knees, crouches over this pile, and he just stares at it. For a full minute, his eyes are locked. And he starts to kind of circle around one way and circle around the other, really, you know, not touching anything, but getting a good sense of what the hell he's looking at. Just sniffing it. And Krellick, you absolutely know that there is no pattern here. There is no uh, purpose. You know, whatever purpose the creator of this heap of weapons may have had is known only to them. And you are certain that there is something underneath all those weapons and those shields that are just kind of heaped together. Okay, well, Krug's gonna start carefully digging now. Do what dwarves do and dig. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And it doesn't take long. You pull a shield aside and everything just kind of comes crashing down. It doesn't cause any damage. It's just kind of noisy. And you find yourself holding a helm. A horned helm. Though one of the horns is broken off. And as you heft it in your hands, the one of the horns is broken. The metal itself is very shiny and well-maintained, even though it's been abandoned here. Hmm. Hmm. Would you look at that? So shiny. <laughs> Just gonna look over the home for a minute or something. He actually kind of likes it. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Well, as usual, we find something cool and it's absolutely worthless to me. <laughs> I think with that, Rian would be like, "What'd you find?" He kind of peeking over Grin's shoulder. He'll step aside. He holds up the helm. Okay. Um, do I uh, get anything from it with my my is my oh, draconic sense? Oh, it's magical. Tingling? Nice. That's what I was hoping for. Okay. What uh, <laughs> what what do we? Well, actually, I don't know. Do I get to actually identify stuff with that? I don't know that you can identify. I know you could certainly. Yeah, I know I can tell it's magical, but I don't know. Let me check my feet. Oh yeah, you can cast identify only as a ritual, but you don't need components. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. It would take you ten minutes. Okay. Well, it depends if uh, if we got time for it. Well, Felgrin like, doesn't know that, though. Well, put it on. See what it looks like. 
um, Necrellus is going to shrug and take off his and <laughs> put that one on. That's awesome. <laughs> he doesn't Alrighty. know it's magical at all. Just a cool-looking helmet. You put it. You put it on your head, and they just—he's like, "Oh wait, that's nothing, magic!" Oh, <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing immediately happens. It does seem that this item would require attunement. Okay. He kind of holds his hands up to make like a pick, like a square with his hands. Yeah. Hmm? Looks good. Yeah, that's uh, I'm getting a tingle off that. That's got some uh, that's got some mojo in it. I don't know what that we, means. Uh, I mean, it's magical. It's oh. a magical item. But, uh, say, once we get to somewhere safe, you give me a few minutes with it, I might be able to get the feel for it. All right. It seems, uh, even with just a brief exploration of here, you've reached a dead end. Ah, oh, damn. But a dead end with some interesting shinies. That's true. That is definitely true. What are you guys doing next? I will lead the way back. All right. We have to go back. And Helda sort of jogs to catch up with you, Dreamer, her shield bouncing on her back. Right, uh, keep together. So as you head now northwest, you see another entrance. You know, a small one to your north, leading to who knows where it looks to be a rough-hewn tunnel. And then you see immediately to the left of that a wide hallway leading northward. There is another hallway leading to the southwest, further west of you. And Dreamer, as you step out into this space, you can see that there are three pillars, three very large columns to the south side of this room. And there's just a heap of rubble all the way to the ceiling, blocking that direction. Right. Helda crosses the room past the smaller entrance with the rough-hewn corridor and pokes her head around to peer down the hallway. I'm not 100% certain, but I think this goes back the way we came. I think Rian will come back and be like, Oh yeah, that's that really nice hallway. Like, I'd recognize it from anywhere. Mmm. <laughs> Fine <laughs> architecture. Yeah. It'll keep us away from that shardlin as we're uh, heading back out. Hey. Good point. I got the heebie-jeebies from it. I think uh, we need to come back to this, like, caved-in room and uh, take a look inside real fast. Just to make sure we're not leaving any Alrighty. open, unexplored areas behind us as we go. So nothing jumps out behind us. Yet another bedroom. But while you're taking care of that, Tavini, Dreamer, what are the pair of you doing? Keeping an eye out for trouble. Oh, no. Working my way over this way to watch this <laughs> southwest hallway. Making my way downtown. Alright. Uh, Tavini will stay next to Dreamer with you. So if the pair of you want to give me a perception check. 22 Eight. for me. Okay. Nice. And a 22. Completely redeem yourself. Dreamer, <laughs> you make out that at the very edges of your dark vision, that direction... There's a stack of casks all on their side, forming a pyramid. And it appears to be a large room down that hallway and to the right. As for Rian, mm -hmm. the moment you enter this room, you haven't even, you've barely crossed the threshold when you hear an angry squeak, ah, followed by multiple other squeaks. 
as from under the beds come swarming a bunch of rats your direction. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And I think he'll look back up out of the room. <laughs> Soon as Felgren saw rats, he's like, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> No. So they, they chase you to the entrance, all of them like squeaking and climbing over one another. And they don't chase you out into the hallway, but you can hear angry chittering. Dreamer, talk to them. Hey, there's a whole mess of rats in oh, there. Oh, God. Jesus. They're huge. Oh, there's so many of them. I think some of them had their tails tied together. They're like some type of king. <laughs> <laughs> King Rat. <laughs> no, it is I, King Ratley. Yeah. <laughs> you ever heard those? The Rat Kings? The rat Kings in New York? If you want me to throw a Rat King at you, I Bow can. Bow before no. the peasants. I have, a sta- I have a stat block for a Rat King. How's fucked up is that? No shit, that does not surprise <laughs> me with you, Josie. Well, yeah, well now we need to bring in King Ratley. The, yeah, ra- the King rat- Ratley. The Rat the rat King. Of the Southern Ratleys. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay you just walked into their home of course they're angry when it was dwarven home first god jeez did they just oh did they just go back inside of the thing yeah, yeah they, they didn't out. they didn't chase you any further out into the That's hallway fine. i don't need yeah. to go in there Nope. They were just like, hey, get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> I'm good, I'm like, off if the I lawn. Get, if, yeah, say, if I, like, come up to here, can I see them? Like, at the door? Are you are you stealthing, or are you... <laughs> Why, uh, yeah, actually, yes. Because like, I, I am kind of, like, creeping up and just peeking around the corner, like, to see if they're, if they're, they're still there, like, looking at us. <laughs> Roll me a stealth check. Okay. They're just waiting behind hey. the corner. <laughs> That's what I was waiting, like, they're just sitting there at the door, just been like... <laughs> Oh, man. He rolls a one. <laughs> okay. Fucking <laughs> <I> trip. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? I'll accept that. As you go to poke your head into the room, you know, you lean in, and immediately to your right, you could see that there's some shelving, and a couple of rats have sort of climbed up onto it, and you could see that there are rat droppings everywhere, everywhere in this room. Ew. It is very much a, a rat haven. You know, it seems they've kind of claimed uh, this part of the Hall of Black Ice. But... <laughs> <laughs> one of the ones at eye level with you launches itself at your face. Oh, god damn it! Startling you so badly that you trip and fall onto your face, and the rats again start appearing and swarming out from under the beds your direction as you lie prone. Oh, god! Oh, god! <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna make an attack roll against oh you. Oh god! Oh god! That's a lot of oh god. Oh god! It's oh. a 13 connect. It does not. Ooh, doggy. Oh, rats. Oh, rats. All right. So, Rian, roll me initiative. Okay. And I think he's yelling. <laughs> yeah, you yelled oh god. Mistakes like... were... <laughs> yeah. Oh god! Oh god! Mistakes were made! Many mistakes were made! Okay. So many so, mistakes! You're still prone. Uh, the rats have a 15 initiative, and anyone else that wants to join in on this is free to. 
So they're gonna they're gonna make another attack on you. Oh god. Yes, <laughs> this swarm ah. just kind of fills your space. Yep, 19, uh, 19 gets me. Yeah, all right. Tavini's gonna try and run in there. Yeah, you take two two points of piercing damage as they kind of climb over your body and are finding little gaps in your armor to bite. <laughs> oh, they're so disgusting! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I'm so sorry! Right. Mistakes were made! <laughs> Krellick, that is now your All your right. turn. He's gonna just try to see what the, the heck's going on. All right. So he's gonna try to get as close as he can. Damn, I rolled hot initiative on the fucking rat fight. Yeah, you're you're able to to get there. Get just him fine. off me, please, God, get him yeah. off me, Krellick. Um, what the? He's gonna play whack a mole, I guess. Three <laughs> <laughs> in the crotch. Oh. <laughs> Just All right, just <laughs> go for it. Day of my life. It's like when you punch someone in the face, trying to get a mosquito off them. Prone, and they're just squeaking and crawling all over. Yeah, a 19 hits. I mean, they're just rats. <laughs> they're just rats. <laughs> There's just so many of them. For ten, yeah, ten you know, uh, Krellick does so well against individual targets. When it comes to single targets, however, you're swinging away and you're like, you crush one, you crush one. You don't do as much damage as you may have been expecting. They are apparently resistant to bludgeoning. I kind of figured it was something like so that. So go ahead, give me that uh, that shield attack, I imagine. Yep. Atta boy. Oof. A ten. Just barely, barely manages to connect oh, with a couple of them. Okay, sweet. They're just Seven. rats. <laughs> <laughs> Seven reduced to four. Hey, we'll take it. All right. With a with a sweep of your shield, Krellick, you're able to knock a couple of the rats off of Rian enough so you can finally see his face uh, before they come swarming how you, back over him. How you feeling? Like, there's more. There's, there's, there's everywhere. More. They're in all the crevices. Yikes. Yeah, Rian, as you're speaking it's from like under sad. this pile of rats, like, you've got, there's little paws all over your face, oh. one goes into your mouth briefly, uh, a tail sort of rests across your mouth lengthwise. Oh, oh this is just gross. <laughs> and it is now your turn. <laughs> oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Yep, okay, um, he is going to try to stand up. <laughs> Which is no problem. Okay, sweet. Um, was that's half my movement, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, and then he's just gonna take a step back, and he is so freaked out that I don't think he has any other thought but to just electrocute Obliterate. them, like just just blast them with everything he's got, and which is so stupid, but but he's gonna do it because <laughs> he's freaked the fuck out. A witch bolt? All right. Yeah, he's witch bolting them. <laughs> Only an attack. <laughs> Ten. It connects. Nice. <laughs> Normal. Hey. Well, they're not resistant to electricity. So seven, not not ten, but yeah. Yeah, as your as your electricity rips through these rats, several of them, you know, and their fur poofs out, and they keel over dead. And there's a smell of burnt fur. And again, those of you who witnessed the spell, you know, you have when you blink the after image of a lightning bolt through the air. But they're still coming. <laughs> you creepy little shits. Uh, 
<laughs> um, no, I'm not gonna do that. You going anywhere? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Wait a minute. So that was ten. Um. Yeah, I think he is. Like he's gonna take a fucking attack of opportunity and <laughs> get behind Krellick. What the fuck? <laughs> Alright, they roll a one. Yeah, nice. So he's, he's, he's like kicking he's like running when you got something behind you and you're like kicking your feet out like to like so they don't get bit. And you're like <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple of them come leaping after you. The majority, however, the electricity seems to have startled them and they fall into a feeding frenzy of just eating their dead and their in- injured. Just a swarming dog pile of rats. Not to be uh, confused. That is now your turn. Well, they seem <laughs> preoccupied. Can we leave? <laughs> you know, let them eat each other or whatever they want to do. I think you've embarrassed yourself enough. I think he's he's not even paying attention to you at this point. Oh, he's still, fine. I think he's literally behind Krellick with like his hands like against his back. Like, like <laughs> he's like, oh, fine. Over his shoulder. And then he just like fling, he'll just fling a <laughs> fireball at him. All right. <laughs> Now, here's what's funny is because you're behind Krellick and you're still within range of Witchbolt, there's still electricity sort of laser beaming oh, these rats. I can hold it. I'm still holding it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'm oh. like running with the lightning bolt still on him. Ow. That's a crit. Holy. That is a <gasps> crit for the fire bolt. So go fire ahead. Firebolt crit. Oh my God. Yeah, seven. Seven. As your firebolt flashes past Rian, past Krellick. And splashes across the swarm of rats. You hear just this agonized squeaking as these things are being hit by lightning. They're being hit by fire. And when the fire clears in the light of the crackling lightning bolt, you can see a few survivors still pulling themselves free. <laughs> oh my god. And racing towards Krellick. They're still coming? <laughs> uh, that is a very tenacious rat storm. Like, or rat swarm. Like... You'd think uh, after yes. about like two thirds of them died, they'd be like, "Hey, maybe the fight's not a good idea." I don't like the note piles. <laughs> <laughs> that is now uh, Tavini's turn. Oh god! Oh, I, I was going to throw a ration. She was going to throw a ration in there, but seeing that they're getting ready to dog pile Krellick, she's a oh, rat pile Krellick. She's like, <laughs> runs forward and pulls the fire <laughs> off of her. Holy symbol and whoosh, hits them with sacred flame. All right. That's going to be sorry, sorry. a dexterity save for the rat swarm. No, just 12. They fail. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll do it. That's so, Tabini, <laughs> there is a, there's a flash of warmth uh, from your palms and a bolt of radiant fire splashes across these remaining rats that are starting to now race up Krellick's legs. <laughs> and with squeaks and agony, they just kind of collapse into a heap. And there's now a trail of rats leading back into that room, all of them in varying states of cooked, battered, broken, squished. Some of them gnawed on by their own fellows. It's well, gruesome. How does it feel to get outplayed by rats? Well... I had the last laugh now, didn't I? <laughs> He's just like, 
he's like trying to act tough and like <laughs> that's what i thought i can feel your grip it... through the armor yeah he's still kind of scrimping <laughs> and shoulder. he's like oh sorry sorry uh, Oh, okay, I could probably break Witch Bolt now, too. Okay. <laughs> Reen, as you say that, you do have... There, there is like... Oh, what is that? What is that in my mouth? And no. you pluck a hair off your tongue. Oh. He <laughs> 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 like, flicks it off. <laughs> He's like, okay. So, anyone want to search that room now? <laughs> Not laughing anymore. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm looking in it now. We already okay. disposed Skrillex. of the rats. Might as well. Yeah, uh, so as you peek into that room, there's obvious signs of a rat infestation. They've got nests set up everywhere. You know, as you're looking under beds and into drawers, you're finding, you know, like, snarling rat mothers over broods of suckling children. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm good. Nothing. There's nothing valuable I think I'm in here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what is what has Dreamer been doing through this shit show? Uh, he went through uh, some internal screaming, <laughs> uh-huh. and after the swarm was dead, he began walking down the hallway. Okay. And Rian has a fresh phobia of rats. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were Helda, everywhere. Helda gives you this kind of smug look as you pass, a bit of an arched eyebrow, but says nothing. <laughs> so with that many rats being all up in your business. Shut up. Would, Shut <laughs> your mouth. Would you, would you not technically be like Ratman or something? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe one of them radioactively pooped on him. That Oh, I, one of them could have pooped in your mouth. I fucking hate all of you so much right now. <laughs> he just, he like passes Dreamer. He's like... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think he, Reed's talking shit as he comes around that corner and he's just like, oh, fuck. Rian... As you turn the corner, and Dreamer, I think you were also sort of in the lead there, so you see this at the same time, and the others catch up. To the north of you, in this very wide space, bluish light from fungi on the wall show this room to be filled with a great variety of potted plants. Some appear blighted, others covered in thorns, while still other plants appear quite normal. There are pots made from old barrels, cookware, even old boots and rusted helms just scattered across all the tables. One table across the room by what appears to be a recently used hearth is devoted entirely to a pair of yew bushes with little red berries on them planted within uh, halves of old ale casks. Scratched into the wood of the casks appear to be labels, but you can't make them out at this distance. There's also, underneath that table, a pot of soil, but you don't see any plants in it. <laughs> I think Rian will slowly move into the room. Krillik will follow. He's kind of curious. Alrighty. 
So as you head inside and kind of approach that hearth, you hear a faint voice from the direction of the hearth sort of pop up, you know, where those two bushes are. Uh, pardon me. If it isn't too much trouble, it's a wee bit cold in here. Uh, could someone light the hearth? And there is a, another voice from that same direction by the hearth, you know, where you only see two bushes. I'd do it myself, if not for my crippling fear of fire. Did anyone else hear that? <laughs> I think Krellick's gonna pull the helmet off. I think... <laughs> look at it. He, like, looks inside of it real fast. Like... <laughs> I think I might be finally losing my mind. Yeah, and this is like the sort of blue mushrooms that are growing on the walls. Thanks for the atmosphere, Josie. Do the pair of you approach the hearth over here on the left-hand side of the room? So where are we hearing the voices from? You said they were by pots by the hearth, but only two of them You're see hearing it. them over here. Okay. So yeah, I think Rian will go in. Yeah, I was going to say, Rian will get closer just to try to figure out what the hell, because you hear voices. He's not going to assume it's some creepy plant, oh, even though good. that's what I'm assuming. Let's go towards the disembodied voices. It's a great idea. Yeah, so as you approach, all you see are a, a pair of potted plants that, now that you're close enough, you can see the labels. One of them, the one on the right, the name written on the potted plant says Clay. The other, the pot reads Yugo. They're both sitting on a, uh, a table before the hearth. What? Who? Who said that? I did says the uh, potted plant on the right and then you hear the other one uh yeah we 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 both been talking what are you do, what is going on do they have moving mouths uh, no they're, they're just, just plants, plants. <laughs> okay great so I'm just, am i hearing it like, I'm, just hearing it like... Or I'm hearing it in my head uh you're hearing it out loud do they even like vibrate or uh no but they they seem to be as you get closer they do shift a little, almost like, you know, two kids squirming on top of stools. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> just be like, what are you? It's a plant. You, that's I'm a... Don't. I'm a bush. <laughs> he holds up his hands and looks at Rian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a shrubbery. No, shrubberies don't talk. And, and he looks at Felger and he's like, and don't... You tried to pretend like that was an accurate thing to say. Like, you know that this is weird. Some plants in the Feywild talk. This isn't the Feywild. It could be a p part of it. I don't... I don't know. But it is a... It is a plant, and it is talking. I don't know what to tell you. You don't have to talk about us like we're not oh, here. My nine health. I... So... Helda is like is glancing your direction, but he al she also seems to be kind of leaning over the pots on the tables, you know, not touching them, but keeping her crossbow trained on them. Yeah, I was gonna say nobody touch anything. <laughs> we know we're dealing with plants as far as the creatures we already dealt with. So like, this could just be part of all of it. So are you, are you two responsible for what's happening here? Um. What's happening here? You know, no. the whole pod thing that turns things into bush zombies? You, that whole thing? Uh, no. C could you please light the fire? It's really cold that in here. That seems like a, an exceptionally bad idea. I, I, I'm not finding uh, 
Anybody else chilly? He kind of like looks around at the group. He's like, yeah, I think I'm fine. No, because I get the feeling if we light that fire, these things are going to get big and attack us or something. <laughs> what if, if a bush can look indignant, the one nearest you, Felgrim, does. The one labeled Yugo. Yeah. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I am not like my cousins. Uh, Your cousins? <laughs> it can't point. But the ones on the What's table. What's got going on? She's heading for the barrel. She paused in the doorway to look at her journal, and then she's like, kind of moving over to the barrel to look over it curiously. So planted in this barrel is one of those pods, and it appears to be to be pulsating some. You know, it looks vibrant and healthy, but as it has no host, hasn't grown into the sort of needle-like creatures that you saw before. Is there a, like, a, a tap on the barrel? No tap on the barrel. It has been turned over on its side, and from what you can see, just kind of looking at the base of this plant, filled with dirt. Oh, so like a little god. Yeah. In fact, everything in this room, every container that you can see, whether it's a boot, whether it's a helmet, whether it's a barrel or a bucket, has been filled with dirt and planted. You know, someone has really turned this place into, you know, a conservatory of, of plants, a nursery. Uh, Rian, looking at the two pots that these plants are in and the one under the table, get the very distinct sense that they're magical, but the one under the table just has dirt in it. There's no, nothing planted there. Hmm. I think he'll, it's like in a pot, you said, right? Yeah, it's like a pot. It's like a like a 10-pound clay pot. Okay, he'll reach down and grab it and, I guess, dig through it. Like, try to figure it out, because he, if he senses it, he senses magic from it, and yet there's nothing there. He's like, what the hell is this? Like, just trying to figure out answers, trying to figure out what the hell these things are why these ones can talk and why they're not crazy, you know, attacking us and what the difference is between them. And... Roll me investigation. Oh, keep doking. Yeah, 12. 12? Yeah, you know, you, you, you stick your hand into this potted plant, you root around, mm -hmm. and all you do is dirty your hand. Huh. Dreamer, what are you doing in here? I'm looking at the plants, and while Rian's digging about, I'll, I'll extinguish my produced flame. Mm -hmm. Is there, like, fuel in the the hearth? There's no fuel in the hearth, but there's a lot of tables about, and you could see, like, a stack of old dry wood off to the left there. Dreamer is going to pick up some some of that wood and put it in the, the hearth. I think Rian immediately is like, what are you doing, Dreamer? They're plants. They're cold. Don't... what? They're murder plants that just tried to kill us. I'm not a murder plant. Oh God, these two don't look anything like the other things. That doesn't matter. Maybe. Why don't we test it then? Hmm? They say they're nothing like their. Please, it's they really cold. They say they're cold. nothing like their cousins. He says in quote. Well, why don't you take one of those pots, or those pods, and smash it with your foot? See, no. See how, oh, hmm, they seem quite protective over their cousins that they're nothing alike. You're gonna wake them up. They can't be reasoned with. I. They kind of get violent. I don't trust them. I am putting that on the record. Do with that as you will. I. I can't tell you what to do, Dreamer, but 
I don't know about this. You go, Clay. I'm sorry for my friends. I'm gonna... May I pick you up? Yeah? I, I don't want you too close to the fire. Oh, 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 hold on. And as you say that, uh, they both stand up. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes! Rian, like, scrambles back. Like, oh. He, like, pulls his swords and is like... like <laughs> and, you know, they stand on these legs that are, you know, very windy, twiny uh, sticks with roots at the very bottom that are just kind of soiled in dirt. <laughs> you can see they've kind of they've kind of been trying to stay warm. It looks like by kind of, you know, burying their roots down into these pots, but they they willingly hop out, and you know, uh, teeter over to stand around Dreamer, kind of looking up at him away. if a bush can yeah. adoringly. You <laughs> will move away as they move closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. I will. I believe I can use druidcraft to light a small fire. Yeah. Rian is just fucking hand is aglow with lightning. Just like, like just waiting. <laughs> like, grin, you be ready. Mm, always ready. What? Uh, so you, you light the hearth? I light the hearth. Okay. So as you light the hearth, you know, it, the wood starts to catch and forms a small cheery fire. And while these halls are not quite as cold as the outdoors where there's just snow and ice, constant wind blowing, it is chilly in this space. But the area around the fire immediately starts to warm and these two yew bushes with their berries just kind of, they inch a little closer and sort of settle down cross-legged like two small children in front of the fire. Oh, thank you. It's been so cold. You're welcome. How long have you two been here? Uh, my whole life. Yeah. Uh, we're brother and sister. Well, how do we know what those are? And they both give this very childlike shrug. Are you Verna's friends? Who's Verna? She's her mom. God damn it. Has your mom been gone a long time? Only a few days. You're not her friends? We might be Did her friends. Did they just friends. sniffle? We don't know Or was yet. that a Josie sniffle? <laughs> Hard to tell. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the world may never know. Are you gonna go look for her? Does she often leave? No, she's usually here. She usually is helping our cousins. She makes all of us, you know, in, in pots like that one. And... You know, uh, one of them, and it's hard to tell which is which now that they're out of their pots, but they twist around and point to the pot in Rian's arms. Does that pot have a label on it? It has a label. It is blank. And there's nothing growing in it. It's just dirt. But magical. But magical. So, like, the soil must be magical. What about the pot itself? The pot itself? That's a good call. That might be the ma what's magical. And be like, I think he would, Rian would kind of turn to Felgren and quietly be like, I'm getting, as I said before, a little mojo off this. It's like, this is magical. I'm not sure if it's the dirt. I'm not sure if it's the pot. But I already rooted around inside and there was nothing in it. This is magical. And I don't know why. 
as you're talking, the pair of them, you know, sitting crisscross applesauce in front of the fire, uh, <laughs> one of them is just kind of, you know, rocking back and forth, uh, almost humming to themselves. <laughs> they seem much happier now that, uh, that there's a fire going. Falcon's <laughs> just looking at them and just shakes his head. I think Rian's setting the pot down on the table and like scanning the other stuff, like all the other potted plants and stuff, to see if there's any movement or anything now that warmth is being provided to the, the room. Roll me perception. <sighs> Ugh. Fucking five. I'm actually decent at that, too. You really don't see anything moving over there. However, Helda kind of picks up on your, your looking and... Uh, no, these these haven't moved. Okay. Just those two weirdos. Say. <laughs> hmm. So what are you guys doing? Yeah, that's a very good question. What are we doing? So what? What? I mean, I think Rian would literally say us be like, so what's the play here? Like, these ones might not be bad, but she just said that their mother helped their cousins. Cousins is also what they refer to as the ones that tried to murder us. So they're not too far removed, and Mama's coming home sometime. Listen, what are we doing? He's kind of talking in the general general direction of the plants there. They both turn. They both twist at the waist on their trunks, Ugh. like the fucking twins. Does Mommy shiny. talk ever? Oh yeah, she's like you. He kind of narrows his eyes, like me. He points at himself. No, like, and they, both of them extend a branch and just kind of make a wide gesture to all the humanoids in the room. So, oh, okay. two legs, arms, not a plant. Uh, uh, no? There we go. <laughs> what does she say when she talks? Uh, they immediately start spouting off gobbledygook that you do not understand is is not a language you're familiar with but there does seem to be a pattern to it however dreamer yes you recognize that they are speaking in druidic and go on they seem to be repeating you know some sort of spell you're not able to make out what it is. It sounds very, very complicated, well beyond your capabilities. But it's an incantation. But it's an incantation in Druidic. Are you just making that up? This is not helpful. Uh, no, they're saying words. Then he looks at Dreamer. Well? I don't quite understand what it means or does, but it is a language that I know. Okay. You. Some sort of spell. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? How else would all of this just kind of gestures around happen? Aye, there's definitely magic in this area. Is it just mommy down here, or are there others? Well, uh, occasionally there's been others that come through. Mommy takes care of those. She takes them somewhere else. Mm, kills them, probably. What's that? <laughs> Dreamer will just like open his mouth and just like what? They're kids. They are plants. Dreamer. They're young plants. That means nothing to me. I don't. Hey. What? 
I'm six months old. Oh. He just starts rubbing his temples. That's that's not very long in the grand scheme of things. No, it isn't. But dreamer, especially for plants, there were just so many corpses on the way here. I don't know what you want me to say. I, other than the truth of the matter, which means which is, mummy is doing something here. Doesn't want people interfering, so he kind of does the cross, like the thumb across his neck. The throat slit, yeah, the <laughs> international sign of death. Helda is kind of moving between the tables now and still being very careful not to touch anything. You can see on either one of these tables are very slowly pulsating, uh, vibrant, healthy pods with needle-like growths around them. Not animated, but certainly capable of becoming so. And as she does, you know, one of the plants sort of pipes up. Uh, don't, don't touch them. They get mad. Uh, I'm not going to touch them. I've explained myself to a plant. <laughs> <laughs> If I can, I am going to go sit next to the plants. Yeah, you're, you're more than welcome to. Krellick, what are you doing beside the plants? Thank you so much, Dreamer. Uh, I'm just waiting for something to happen. And uh, how about Tabini? What are you doing? She's been sketching, like, this whole time. She sketched the barrel, the plants on the table. She's been sketching the, the two young shrubs, and then... I think she's just going to go around the room with Helda, kind of carefully looking at things and sketching. Yeah, it just seems that every container in this room is either filled with dirt or filled with dirt and then had plants planted in it. Even the barrels on their side to the back of the room, as you're walking among the casks, you can see that they've been kind of, you know, torn open or chopped open. And filled with dirt. Obviously with the intention of, you know, maybe she's been hauling in planting material substrate to expand the operation. Hey, um, you think you're gonna be going looking for mom? You're not gonna hurt her, are you? No, of course not. Where did she go, by the way? Yes. And what are her weaknesses? <laughs> uh, what are yours? She just slowly turns and looks at Rian. <laughs> Oh, his are so we know not to accidentally cast those spells. Just like how you guys don't like fire, but you like the warmth. Well, his his weakness won't. is rats. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Oh, they come sometimes and gnaw the roots of our cousins. Mm. They get... Well, they wind up with a lot of spines in them. Aye, we've seen that. So, again... It's horrible. Is there any way to see if that was genuine? <laughs> Insight check on a plant. Roll at disadvantage because they have no expression. Damn. I'm gonna nail this. Watch. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Here it is. <laughs> Eight. Chaos. Uh. Eight. Feels genuine. All right. Well, back to my original question. Do you know where she goes? Yeah, we can take you if you want. Well, don't speak for me, you uh, Clay. Well, I'm willing to go, the one addressed as Clay says. Well, it would require you to move away from the fire, 
Oh. I mean, it'll still be here when we get back, yeah? Sure. I want to go see Mom. And the one addressed as Clay stands up and starts heading towards the south end of the room. On its while the root, other root feet. Yeah, on its little root feet. <laughs> oh it moves very slowly. Much slower than you guys. But the other one, you know, it's kind of twisting at the at the trunky waist and seems to be trying to decide between the fire and their friend. No sense of adventure? Uh, I, my cousins are real mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ruined my shirt. He kind of <laughs> sticks his finger through the hole in his shirt. Oh, they hurt your leaves? Yes, my leaves. Hey. Oh, yeah, no, I don't want my leaves hurt. I mean, okay. you could try and convince him to come if you want. <sighs> if you want. I am not urging you one way or the other. Yeah, let's not. We're just going to have to murder his mom in front of him. <laughs> that's okay, Hugo. Stand up. Or was that Clay? Well, that's fine. I no, mean, that's if you Hugo. Want... Okay. If you want Clay to look, you know, more brave than you, that's fine. He'll just walk away. <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check. There we go. <laughs> uh, Alright. Nice. Alright, you get about halfway to Clay before you hear the dry scraping sound of branches over stone as you go, you know, stop sitting crisscross applesauce and starts racing after you, only reaching about your walking speed. Yeah, look, he just wanna... smiles. Hmm? What? I'm not a coward. <laughs> and you guys of now have a... <laughs> have two awakened shrubs in the party. I'm starting to like these shrubs. Nice. It's okay, Hugo. You don't have to go if you don't want to. No, I'm no coward. God, I wish Dreamer had eyebrows, because then he would he would give a look that's very much like, are you sure about that? Fogart <laughs> will just give Dreamer a uh, knowing smile. Clay, so both of them only have uh, about 20 movement speed. So Clay is having to run to kind of keep ahead of the party to show them where to go. Hugo uh, is staying... Next to Helda, who is looking like she might use that crossbow at any moment. It's understandable. They Clay kind of like shitty kids races past an entrance where you do see another doorway past this way, as no, well as don't. one further south. If you guys want to uh, explore side passages or keep I just going, think, I just think that they don't know a damn thing, so they don't know if their mom's incredibly evil. <laughs> you know, I just don't think they know what evil is you know they the know children that, they know their cousins are dickheads that's about it <laughs> and when you're six months old that's all you need to know oh acrylic left behind them. it's okay i got him <laughs> oh thank you i'm supposed to be swallowed in by the darkness uh tavini and acrylic as clay kind of like <laughs> not panting because obviously they're a plant but patters past some of these open doorways you catch a glimpse of a very large, imposing statue. Very much, to your eyes, has the structure of a dwarven shrine of some kind. And Clay is just gonna keep going, unless someone okay. tells him otherwise. Uh, hold on. Uh, very little, 
little plant. Sort of. Gonna break the stride. Skids to a halt. Huh? Hold on. Oh, okay. Sits down, crisscross applesauce on the floor. Oh, my God. It should be fine. It's going to take him 20 minutes to get any further. Or we'll be all right. We'll catch up pretty quickly. So, uh, Krellick, as you enter this room, a stone statue in the likeness of a dwarven man stands in this small shrine chamber. His right hand is outstretched towards the entrance. The insignia of a mountain silhouette with a gemstone in the center is carved into his breastplate. The base of the statue has an engraving in Dwarvish. Uh, Anyone proficient in religion can straight off identify this figure as the Dwarven god Dumathoin. And anyone proficient with religion, if I could get checks on that. Anybody else got it? Uh, yep, I think so. Yeah, alright. So, Tavini, with Dumathoin having an association with your own god Moradin, being part of the same dwarven pantheon, you would recall that Dumathoin is the god of buried secrets. And at the base of his statue, this inscription, reads, A shroud that hides both day and night, keeping secrets from the light. Bring to me that which concealed the many treasures it may yield.